But actually, speaking of sports, uh, we've already discussed sports here on the show, and we still don't want to really discuss sports actually in this particular thing. But Deshaun Watson, have y'all heard about the, oh, yeah, um, the stuff that's been that. going on with that? So that he had cool. a massage therapist in the latest suit that he has, where Watson got an erection, an erection in one of their sessions in 2020, and accused the NFL star of encouraging her to touch his penis. According to online court records, the lawsuit said Watson allegedly began to masturbate and ejaculated with some of his ejaculate getting on the accuser's face. I don't mean to laugh because I just didn't like the way they said ejaculate over and over again, <laughs> but ejaculate getting on the accuser's face and chest. Watson would then pay the therapist and didn't apologize. The lawsuit said she would then quit massage therapy after the incident with the quarterback, according to the suit. Uh, it goes on to say, uh, Tony Busby, the plaintiff's attorney, issued a statement on the lawsuit saying, today we filed the 24th case alleging sexual misconduct against Deshaun Watson. The allegations made in this new case are strikingly similar to those made by many of the other victims lost in the media frenzy uh, surrounding Deshaun Watson is that these are 24 strong, courageous women who, despite ridicule, legal shenanigans, and intense media scrutiny, continue to stand firm for what is right. So apparently this is the 24th allegation and he literally took his uh, eggplant out and started uh, masturbating in front of her and got some sour Allegedly. cream. Allegedly. Sour cream. Allegedly. <laughs> Ranch dressing, if you uh, will. Okay. okay. I don't All know. Right. Allegedly on her chest and face. <sighs> You don't. Right. So I'm, I'm getting that you're. I'm getting that you don't believe these it's, allegations. No, no, no. It's he, not. He that. had 66, 66 women, allegedly. Or, or, or he had sixty six different massage therapists in a mm-hmm. matter of a year. Mm-hmm. He has a sex addiction. That's number one. Massages. That's, that's a lot of massages. It's a lot of massages. They're yeah. giving happy endings. So, my, so his lawyer is basically saying, "Hey, listen, uh, happy endings is not sexual. It's not." I haven't. He hasn't done anything wrong that was not like they did, the women did not agree to, and mm-hmm. they were paid, and so it's not like he he didn't commit a crime. Well, technically, paying somebody for sex is illegal in that in in in, in, in that regard. Yeah. So this, this be very clear. Number one, so he didn't do something illegal, whatever it is. But my my issue is, I mean, he's he, he's had these women sign non non disclosure agreements. I know the mm-hmm. lawyer for the girls has also filed a lawsuit today against the Houston Texas as an organization today that dropped today. That he's also, mm-hmm. they're also suing the Texans as well because they're they're agreeing that they were complacent, like in this, and they mm-hmm. they were the Compl- ones that supplied complicit com- yeah, complicit yeah. and complacent, meaning they knew what was going on and, and they were just okay with it, yeah, and they also yeah. helped. Mm-hmm. So it's just so it's it's an issue of like it. My issue is two things. I think two things can be true. Mm-hmm. He has a problem. The actions that he did are harmful. They may not be illegal, but they do impact the NFL's conduct player policy. And so he should be suspended a year or or more because of what he what he what he did. Do do I believe he did illegal stuff or do I think that women are just trying to get a payday? I I don't have any. Only thing I say is if a grand jury did not want to file charges, that's telling. Hmm. Like, Like, again, a grand jury is saying we're not filing, which means there's not enough evidence to pursue even, we can't even have him stand trial. Mm-hmm. And I think that right there is telling, right? Number one. Um, so I'm that's, just, I'm, I'm, go ahead. So that's around the lines of what I was thinking, right? Like I'm, 
like you said, two things can be true. And I get that people are coming forth, you know, they're talking about it and everything like that. And not to say that he didn't do it, um, but I'm, it just reminds me of other situations that have happened in the past where people like you can kind of get the sense of like folks trying to collect a buck, you know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to yeah, take yeah. advantage of a situation. And it, that's not far fetched either. So it's 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 just kind of hard sides, to tell. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 kind of hard to tell what side you want to be on in this type situation. Both things can be wrong, right? Both things yes, both things can be true and both things can be wrong. I'm gonna say that. Because I think if you were ever excuse me, I, I, I what I say is like again, he has a problem. Like, I don't know if he did it or didn't do it. Um, I think he should be suspended. And people were saying, well, he sat out, he did he didn't play for a whole year because of this, but he got paid. So that's not the same thing. Yeah, the NFL yeah, needs yeah. to, the yeah. NFL specifically needs to address this. If they don't, it sends a wrong, they're in a bad position because they, they have to suspend them and for some games. If they don't, it sends a message that women aren't their mm-hmm. their lives don't matter. You know, so yeah. they have to, he's he's in a bind. He has to be suspended. But my mm-hmm. issue is, it's like, bruh, where are your mentors? Like, who's around you as to say, bruh, mm-hmm. you are a hundred million dollar already quarterback. Yeah. That just you don't go out. <laughs> like, just don't go anywhere. Well, if he did, you know, like, do it, then you really can't. He really probably can't control himself. I mean, if you if you whip out your penis, bro. And at the end of a session, and stroke that joint in front. Of, you're addicted, okay? You're. you're but if, if the other sixty-five did do it, and I'm sorry, I'm assuming. How does a massage? I ain't never got a massage that made me. Now I will say this: we talked. I think we talked about this. <laughs> I don't know if we talked yeah. about this on on podcast or not. But there was a time where I got a. I I had to make a decision, okay? And I, I decided to let this man massage me. <laughs> And coming out party, huh, John? Right. This is this is the episode. Mom. No, <laughs> I just, I just, I was, I felt away because I was like, it was man, you know, either, right? it was either him or no, no, no. It was, it was, it was like I, I wanted. They were like, you know, do you care? And I had just not. I was, I wasn't thinking. They were like, do you care whether it's a man or woman? I was like, you know, I don't really care. And then it was like, oh crap, I do care. And then I, it was too late. It was too I was late. Already lay, I was already laying on the table. And then the guy came in with the oils. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know nothing. And, and for and, and for and for roughly yeah, an hour. That, yeah, roughly an hour. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long. <laughs> That's how long massage sessions last. They, do, they 30 minutes, 45. I know this 35, 30 minutes, 45 minutes an hour. You pick the hour. <laughs> I will say that he did use enough the right amount of pressure, okay, to to receive uh better backs. Uh either way. Uh, I was trying to make an earlier point of how I don't think you get the uh, erection from massages. I think that's a very interesting thing that that I, I don't I think as never... a straight male you would get an erection from a man massaging <laughs> you. I've gotten <laughs> massages from women too, Terrence. Yeah, I'm not just yeah. speaking about the last massage. Were they the hideous, last massage John? I did get. Were they the hideous? La- no, no. But the man. The... <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Walter said, y'all did talk about this before. If you would uh, let your wife take a male or female massage, no, no, no. Yeah, that was different. That no, this was a separate situation. Yes, we did talk about that. Uh, because we were talking about how if we if it was a male and a female, who would take yeah, who? Yeah, I think this was off the air, like when we had this type of conversation. Yeah, the, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, the one we did, yeah, the one we I just ended, talked about ended, just now. We ended, we ended, we had ended, ended the podcast, yeah. and then we, we were talking yeah. about massages, and I forgot that. Yeah, I did have a man. Uh, he he did. Anyway, the the, the bottom line that I'm trying to make. Okay, guys, we gotta stay. We gotta stay on track. That's the problem. We don't know how to stay. <laughs> we don't know how to stay on track in the podcast. That's the problem. So, so the bottom line was. Uh, I don't think Deshaun Watson. I'm like I I I, do, I agree with you, T, T. They should punish him. They should. They absolutely should punish him. If if any of these allegations are even close to being true, and I'm, honestly, with all the evidence that we've seen with other scenarios where it's been like black men that have been either famous or superstars yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta start doing start doing better job reprimanding those stars like we yeah, would accountability for sure, man. Yeah. yeah. If he has, like, if he went to 66 massages. Like 66 in a year, like 66 different, not even that's times, 66 different, different. women Jesus. have massaged him mm-hmm. within the span of a year. Like, hmm. and that could possibly be because of the situation that's unfolding, right? Like, people probably don't even, some folks probably don't know about the situation that's happening. Some folks probably, you know, what was it? It was like the first six or, or or eight or something that was coming out. You know, this is still within that same year. Is I could be wrong about this, but as you go on, I'm thinking, you know, you got eight people or whatever that are saying, hey, these allegations towards you, you still want to be able to get your massages. Now he yeah. got like multiple people. He has to go through multiple people, but I'm just... At this point, I feel like I'm just making up stuff. Dude, he might he might have a problem. <laughs> he, he got a be. problem. He's, yeah. He's I'm going to smoke this fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to end with uh, Terrence's, uh, Terrence's uh, video that he had for us. And this is what he had, guys. Know how to speak to a man. Hold on. You feel, some of you women don't know how to speak to a man. You feel justified because you're right. The goal's not to be right. The goal is for us to move forward. And you can be right, but if you're right without respect and honor, he's not hearing you. Some of you men don't know how to talk to a woman. When you speak to a woman, it has to be laced with two things, with sensitivity and with safety. So you come home because you've been talking with your homeboys and you're excited. Hey, babe, I got this idea. Look, we gonna, I'm going to quit my job. We're going to move about 30 miles outside of town. There's a piece of land out there. As soon as you said quit job, she's not saying she hates your idea. She's saying you haven't unpacked it enough to make her feel safe. Do you know what he hears? You don't trust me. You have to learn how to communicate the way that they hear, not the way that you not the way that you communicate. That's what the ending thing says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was dope. Um, I like how he had a message for the girls and the guys. Um, it, it just wasn't one-sided. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's like, you know, as we go through this, as we grow, like having dealing with relationship dynamics, uh, like somebody could be right, but they could have communicated it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that where people have communication issues or arguments as a couple, or whatever it is, it, I think it all falls back to what was communicated and how it was communicated. Yeah. And 
broad strokes, he's speaking broad strokes, whatever, as far as men, a lot of times, like, like, like when we get feedback from, from it's not packaged right. And a lot of times when we give feedback to women, it's not packaged right. And so the message is lost because of how it's packaged. And so I think continuing to do the work, like continue, continue to do the work and to invest in how men think and how men receive messages. I think women should do way more of that. And then as a man, continue to, to, to have how women hear messages and how they feel. I think men need to do more work at doing that. And a lot of these issues, I think, will probably won't break up relationships. But we don't do the work. And we're not taught that prior to. We just hear, you know, communication. That's But you know, you, there's no more to it. And I, I follow a lot of content on TikTok. A lot of the content that I follow is just about, like, breaking barriers between like that between men and women just so there's a lot of like healing that goes on as you progress mm-hmm. in a relationship hmm. yeah no i think that that's interesting i agree with the dialogue about it uh i, I guess the only thing that i'm just, i'm like uh yeah the packaging is important I think overall what I believe as far as I think I think men like I still stand by men being more analytical and logical mm-hmm. and and again broad strokes that women are more emotional in their thinking or how they receive it um and it, it doesn't always have to be the case I think it's subject by subject too it depends on what you're talking about um but it, it also is very important for all of us to kind of like listen I think I think we haven't what I'm learning about just women in general is like the listening factor and the application factor are huge. Like uh, listening and applying, like actually, and when I say listen, I mean like not just hear, like audibly, but like hear past what the person is saying. Right. So like, what are you really saying and care? You got to, to me, you got to slow down enough too to be able to do all of those things. So you can't, you can't be, you know, doing 10 different things at one time and try to hear and, and feel and experience and understand. You can't. You have to, like, mm-hmm. slow down enough to be able to say, okay, what are you actually trying to say? And care yeah. enough about it to unpack it to that fullest degree. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I I, I like what you said there in reference to, like, like the... Uh, it wasn't the, the, the emotional side versus the analytical side, but it was more so, like, uh, like listening, right? And I'm trying to remember where I was going to go with this. Um, oh, like if if folks are listening, but or if they're hearing and not listening to what they're saying, they, they've already built like narratives in their minds, right? And this yes. can go both ways. It's not just about uh, women; it's about men too. Like yes, we can build absolutely. these narratives and stuff in our minds, but if we go with the the single most important narrative, is like, hey, we're together for a reason, right? Like we're like if assuming that you're in this relationship to want to be able to build and grow with this person and 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 be in a relationship for a long time with this person then that means like yo y'all both winning with the intent to love each other so if you mm. if you already have built that narrative from jump mm-hmm. then trying to like like being able to see past what that person is saying whether they're talking out of frustration or you know the heat of the moment or whatever like that <clears throat> being able to see past the the uh the the emotion and everything and actually hear what they're saying I, I i think that's the narrative that we all need to start with yo we got into this for a reason we love each other so 
that I'm trusting that your intent behind whatever you're saying is still from a place of love, if that makes sense. I yeah, I I do agree with what you're saying, Mike. I think what I'm what I'm learning is that there's a good amount of unlearning I'm having to do though, right? Like there's a good amount of unlearning I'm having to do because culture prior to this has taught me, uh, and to to Brandy's point, happy wife, happy life, and it's totally, um, like put off the responsibility or weight that the necessary weight of saying no, 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 both people need to be fulfilled and and happy in this space, not just making your wife happy you know um that's mm-hmm. the and what's what's good darren what's going on bro Whatever. like that's 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 the thing is like i think that that lopsidedness that may have been the move years ago but i think that as we're migrating and i think like men are feeling their feelings and feeling uh devalued or um unloved in a lot of ways it's important for women to understand that the switch has cha- has taken place and that mm-hmm. I, they have to be cognizant of that switch it's no longer Happy wife, happy life. It really is. No, no, no. What am I doing as a spouse? As since since things have changed, as you know, happy spouse, happy house. What am I doing? If I'm not the woman, I'm the man, or whatever case may be. What am I doing? Or if I'm not the man, I'm the woman. What am I doing? Like everybody taking that equal accountability within the marriage of where it falters or faults is very, very important. And I think we put a lot of onus on men that has been unjustifiable. And and has made it unequal over time. Oh, and I, what's so funny is I equate it even to our conversation about our conversation about the church, about how like would the church exist thirty years from now? And my mind, I was thinking about this earlier today: is will will relationships of men and women exist the way they've existed twenty years from now? And I, I do see like a tide turning. Like I'm hoping because it's like, and I, I follow a lot of content. And, and uh, we were talking about this on on, on another on a, one of our, our chats. It's like every time you see a woman out there holding other women accountable, she gets labeled by other women as a pick me. Oh, she's just mm-hmm. a pick me. She's just a pick me, and that mm-hmm. blows my mind. Like she's a pick me because what? Because she wants to. She thinks that women should be held accountable, and she mm-hmm. thinks that women aren't always right, and she thinks that there are some sometimes that women jack up relationships. Meanwhile, when you hear R and B music, when you see movies. All this stuff. Ninety percent of the time, it's the man that is jacked up the relationship. And I said before, I've grown up where I always thought if something was wrong, oh well, what he do? Well, what he do? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I just feel like that's that's not. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's very. I'm, and what I, I what I'm I'm always very clear to say is one hundred percent. There are times that men have jacked up relationships. Uh-huh. Period. One hundred percent. I'm just presenting a narrative. Is don't get into the to the comfortable that you think. That their relationship did, did, did not end because it was the the woman did not do, did not hold her side of the bargain, you know. And it's this phrase that I've been like that I've like I picked up like you know like where you ask yourself, do I in my in the confines of my relationship, do I man well, do I husband well? Hmm. Like what does that mean? Am I like what what does that mean? Do I man well to my woman? And on the flip side. As my woman, do I woman well to to to, to my man? Mm-hmm. Do I got this down pat? Like like do am I really like got this thing moving? If you if you are at a part where you're not constantly asking that question, I, I can't rock with you. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I literally literally cannot rock with you if you are not invested on improving yourself to be the best partner, the best partner you can possibly be for your like. 
if you think you're always right, you can't do no wrong, and you want to, I, I can't rock with you. Mm. Because I'm the part where I, I don't think that about myself. Like, I'm literally yeah. always like, man, I, I don't do this well. I got to do this better. It sucks hearing it, but I don't like, and, I, and I'm like digging into research and digging into like things or like trying to tap into the mindset of a woman, trying to tap into, you know, makes it w- w- how they think, you know, et cetera, like to, and to be better in that regard. So it's just, yeah, I just feel like, like I, I, I can't, I can't get with the mentality that, and I see so much. I, I, and the thing that makes me mad is I, I don't mind it when you bash men for saying it. I get really mad when, when women bash other women for thinking, for saying it. Like, mm-hmm. like, nah, yeah, she's yeah. like, she's literally giving you game right now. She's giving you game. That's going to make you a better partner or whatever it is. And you just like, nah, I'm the prize. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the golden ticket, you know, like, like, and I, I think it's, I think it's wild how like people refuse to view relationships objectively, like in a sense of like, it's not always his fault. It's not always her fault. Let's look at it from a, like a, a cause and effect type situation, right? Like if you done this thing um, that usually produces this result, then I, I, okay. So I guess people usually get to a point where like they, if you, if you cause this thing, it usually produces this result, but that result is produced differently for each person. Right. And if a, so for example, like if a, if a woman was to do something um, to a guy and she's done this before in the past to this guy, like something needs to turn to say, you know what, maybe I shouldn't do this thing anymore. And vice versa, like for, for guys too, like if they do this thing constantly each time and this person responds each time this way, regardless of whatever relationship they're in, at some point in time, you got to start looking at yourself to say, yo, like maybe this shouldn't be a thing that I should be doing. Maybe I should try something differently. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's so I, I agree with you there, Mike. And I also think it's um upbringing. So what I'm what I'm really mm-hmm. learning is like like. Who teaches you? I've said this a thousand times in this podcast, but who has taught you to be the husband? Who has taught you to be the wife? Someone has to curate that mindset, that mentality, that work ethic. That has to come from somewhere. And I always, when I see things in a deficit, I'm always wondering, well, who taught you that? Right? Like, who taught you how to be a wife? Where did you learn it from? Did you ever even learn it? Who taught you how to be a husband? Where did you learn it from? Did you ever even learn it? Like, these are things that you have to, like, pinpoint within dating, like, and within marriage. And, like, these are the, yeah. the, the common breaks that happen. Like, I'm talking about eight years in, nine years in, ten years in. Like, you know, when you're like, oh, when you start to see the things that aren't like, oh, this doesn't measure up well and why doesn't it? I think those things are attributed to, well, where did you learn it from and who are you learning from at this present moment? Who's holding you accountable to who you're supposed to be? These are great questions to ask yourself as you're talking mm. and being married. Uh, Brittany says they think it comes from the mom. I disagree. It comes from experience. So I think it does come to a sm- to a degree from your mother or from your you you get a lot of your your impressions on marriage. I believe from your parents. I believe, but as far as so I think, but the, at, at the point in which we're in marriage, let's say your experiences though, right? Yeah, I was. That, I'm, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think that's, that's experience. But mm-hmm. if your marriage is at a faulty place, 
who else impacts it other than your parents? Because I don't think it should be just your parents. Your parents mm. did a lot of like in your formidable years, right? And let's say it doesn't always have to be a good a good marriage, even though they were married, right? So they had impact. But even in a current situation where let's say things are off the rails, who's impacting your marriage now? Yeah. Who who do you listen? Who do you like listen to? And they say if they say, and this is a big one right here. Somebody says something to you and you change it immediately. Who has that level of impact that you, they will say something to you about your life and you hear it and you change it forever? And I almost want to ask the question of like a lot of people, like, when is the last time you changed? Yeah, man, that's 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 yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Uh, and, and, and at least to answer that question, like I, I told you before, more things are caught than taught. Like people don't realize that like more things, legitimately almost everything that you uh, about you, somebody didn't teach it, but you caught it. You picked it up true. from someplace. So true. more things are caught than taught. Even good. Like, for example, I don't think and I love him to, 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 to death. I don't think my stepfather taught me anything about taught me anything. As a matter of fact, I have spent more time trying to unlearn things of how how his interactions with my mom. That I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, mm-hmm. and so I had to un like just I had to unlearn some things, like where just like because I'm I'm this is my end, like this is what he's showing me, and I'm immediately saying I don't want to take this into my relationship. I'm not going to treat. So I'm unlearning yeah, it. But, but it sounds it sounds like you're not necessarily unlearning it, but it sounds like you did learn from that situation what not yeah, to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. But he like, didn't he didn't sit me down and teach me. Right, he, like right. I caught that this was probably not the right way to go. This is not mm-hmm. the right thing to do. You know, it makes sense, and you know, or etc. And you know, and, and to John's point, we said earlier, it's like I think a lot of times what I think have happened over the years, and that's whenever people bring up that stat. You know, young people they don't stay together these days. You know, old people stay together. So they were married sixty-seven years. Yeah, there were things were different back then. There are a lot of people who who settled. Let me be very clear. There are a mm-hmm. lot of people who who were married for sixty seven years and were miserable. Yeah, miserable. It made, it made sense, like economically. Yeah, and it made it made sense, like for a sense of like survival too. Think about yes. like the black community back in like the fifties, the sixties, whatever. Like we kind of had to stay together so we could survive. Yeah, and that you're not gonna have like this is the generation that they they're not gonna move like that. There's more opportunities present. Now, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Like I said, again, like, again, there are, pe- there are people in droves. There are a lot of people who are choosing not to get married. Oh, you yeah. know, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like, mm-hmm. it's record numbers. Yeah. You know, and so, I, so I, much. Which I, which I think is, I actually admire, I hate to say, because I think they have a sober, sober view. Yeah. A sober view of it. And I, and. This is you guys know I, I I am not trying to say don't get married, but I am trying to say know what you're getting into when you're saying you want to. Yeah, it's the same as kids, about, like you know, like don't you just need to know what you're doing. It. Right. Yeah. So like that's that's a big deal for me, right? And so that to your to some of your points, it's like so when you see that someone, and this is this is I guess a, a really important point of what we're talking about. If you're if you're in your job field. And you're like, I am going to excel at this. I'm going to be excellent at this. I'm going to work hard at this. And I'm going to put 100% effort towards this. And then in your kids' field, you're like, I, I'm going to work hard at this. I'm going to do all I can for my kids. I'm going to provide for my kids. I'm going to make sure the kids are good. And then when you get to the husband field, 
if you're not adding the same amount of effort within mm-hmm. all those other fields and adding it to the husband field, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to like help highlight in general. It's like we got to do better about trying to say, oh, okay, work, work life, I'm killing it. Family life, I'm killing it. Or, or kids life, whatever, I'm killing it. But not learning how to re-implement because maybe you did it initially maybe when you because obviously you were married so obviously there was some kind of commonality there was some kind of vibe there was some kind of energy so somewhere along the way that was lost right and that's why i think a lot of times we talk about marriage is like people are getting a sobering view i think because tiktok instagram facebook like this social media era where we publicize everything i think gives people a a a lens that most didn't have yeah 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 you know, yeah. so I think it's, it's helping. I think it's actually helpful. helping in a yeah. <laughs> it's actually helping in a helpful. good way. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just so all I'm trying to say is that the same effort. It's just what I what I'm learned and learning is that marriage is actually when they say it was work. It, I, to me, it was like it wasn't categorized properly because work mm-hmm. is like you get off at, at some you know at some point you're clocking out yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ain't it. <laughs> like within this particular scenario, it's like no, no, no. You clock out of work, but like when you get back home, and then you add, don't add a kid or kids to that mixture, you still have mm-hmm. even more to do, right? So, to me, that that clip that you just showed T or that we showed was like, yeah, like there's a certain amount of intentional listening that has to happen uh, uh, again and again and again. That has to say, I'll look past and I'll I'll, I'll judge. Uh, at face value, and I also take it home and unpack it. Like I'll actually take it home and figure this thing out. I didn't know, Brandy. Brandy, you said you proposed tw- twice. Jesus. So she said no twice. So to yeah. me, that's dope because I'm like, you need to know. Nah, this ain't it. Now I don't know why y'all yeah. got to the point of proposing because I feel like if he felt comfortable enough to propose, <laughs> I don't know what this do. I'm like, nigga, I'm not. I'm not getting on no knee if I think it's gonna be a no. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, but. See that we that, it, right, that can ahead. that can it, there could be different views on that, right? Like he can have a lens of yeah, we ready to get married, but clearly she's like nah. Like there's some things we need to hash out. There's some yeah. some values you need to understand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, by her saying no, like uh, beyond the whole knowing the worth type situation, but like knowing the worth of like marriage and what that's going to mean later on. It's like, are we on the same page with that? So yeah, yeah. Kudos so, to you for saying no. <laughs> yeah, I about to say, I just I was just about to say, Mike. I said thank you, God, for saying no. Um, yeah. and I and I hope that as we migrate towards like having more op, uh podcasts and conversations like this, that we really do um you know look to understand and look to unpack, look to like, all right, what what more can we we try to um, I don't know, learn from these spaces and these situations because I think yeah. there's a good amount of um there's a good amount of accountability that needs to happen on women, on women and men's part. Honestly, it's not just one-sided. I don't want to ever make it seem like that. But what I will say is that oftentimes I've seen that men are holding themselves to an accountable uh, situation. And a lot of times I've seen where women are like, oh, pick me. You're a pick me. You want, like like to, to Terrence's point, you want to you get picked. So that's why you're saying things that men would want to hear. And a lot of men, honestly, because of TikTok, feel like they're being seen. Like, they feel seen due to the women standing, taking stances like that. And I yeah. saw this, somebody said, on uh, one of those quotes, so TikTok, like, oh, she's a pick-me, she's a pick-me. And somebody said, well, newsflash, those pick-me's 
are getting picked. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they ain't doing something wrong. <laughs> right. They ain't, they ain't doing something wrong. At the end wrong. of the day, and, and again, if that's your goal, like like this is one TikTok lady who I follow, and she might be very truthful. She's very clear. Like she don't want, she don't need no man. It'd be nice. I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I'm yeah. good. I got it. And we're so clear. We're, and I'm gonna be very clear when I and that's the last thing I'm gonna say. If that's not your goal, first of all, number one, we gotta get past where. Like just I got married, John got married, Mike got married, whatever it is, we got to get past this thing where marriage is a goal for everybody. Yeah, hmm. it, it, it's like that thing where, 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 where it's, it's it's similar to me when he says, "Well, all kids are going to college." Mm-hmm. No, they're not, they're not. <laughs> and all kids should not go to college. Right? This, if this kid don't like school, don't care about school, he, right. he show up four hours late, he don't yeah. do no work. Yeah. Why am I forcing myself to push him to? He don't care about school. Right. It doesn't mean he can't be successful, right. but he's that college is the last thing on his mind. Stop, right. I, I'm, I'm past this thing where marriage is like it should be the prize or the coveted prize, yeah, and, you, and you're now you've arrived because you got married, and you're now better mm-hmm. than everybody else who don't got mm-hmm. married. So I, I got mm-hmm. kudos to the to the girl. She's a great great TikTok. She's very got 52 million followers. Um, whatever I think it is Isha F Baby, whatever she is. And some of her content runs me the wrong way. But I, what I, what I heard her say was just like she went live. She's just like I don't like I'm good. Like I'm good. Do I want a man if he comes along? Sure. And I didn't. She the one that's that's not gonna take care of no man. Is that the one she said she's not gonna take? No, care she, of no, man? it's not. I, I I'm oh, a, I'm gonna drop some stuff in next pocket. She is some. She is very funny content too. Okay. But what, what I liked about I didn't. I wasn't even like I wasn't taken back and I wasn't offended by her saying it. Some people are. I wasn't triggered because you gotta know yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I appreciate her saying like, listen, if it comes. It comes. I will survive if it doesn't. I'm just, but I'm not going to settle just because. And I appreciated that lens that yeah. she realized that number one, this is 2022. Women don't got to do that. Like, 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 like this, this, yeah. this, this is not the same duration before. Yeah, doesn't make sense. I appreciate it. At the flip side, I don't want you to get lost and think that we don't need people. And I, and I think that's the part where I think when when you get to the point where you get so far gone that you feel like you don't need people mm-hmm. and you got everything by yourself I, I don't think that god put us here to not engage and and for for companionship you know and so yeah. I, I, I it's a line you know it makes yeah. sense and so like that, you don't need to you don't have to be married about no. say, you don't have to be married but you can have friends or you can have you know people yeah. around you community you or whatever relationship, like, right you could be in a relationship you can yeah. you want to be you can want to be committed and and like I said, there's pockets of people who say uh, there are pockets of people who are married but have different houses, and it it is they say it's the best marriage. It's weird, countercultural, but they mm-hmm. say my wife lives in this house, my life mm-hmm. I live in this house. Mm-hmm. I go see her during these dates. We we need well, we have. Our, it's very weird, mm-hmm. but those people are. Just, it is that it is. I don't see nobody else. She don't see anybody else. This is how we. However you choose to do it, if you don't right. want to get yeah. married. Don't then don't do it. Just be with somebody. I so let me let me say I 100% agree with everything Terrence just said. I really appreciate even the fact that he went there and said, "Please do not think or allow your mind to go there to say, oh, marriage is the goal." Thank you for saying that cuz it is not the goal. And we are often I think and we and if we really were to sit down, some of us were probably even just like, "Oh, they're getting married." And if you're dating and you know the pressure, you know the yeah, the yeah. looks, you know the oh well, you know the family. Well, when y'all gonna get married? I see. So it's a lot of let's not act like there's not added pressure 
from outside to look into your dating relationship and say, oh, yeah, you know, you need to be together. Not a, like you, like Brandy saying, happiness is the goal. And with until that point, you don't want to rush something to just be along the same trajectory or the same, I don't know, time span of everybody else. Everybody else getting married, so I'm going to get married, too. And then you end up getting married and divorced because you you so pressed to be on the same trajectory as somebody else. Like we yeah. literally, you have to think for yourself. Like uh, I think Darren's saying, independently thinking for yourself and saying, "Hey, I'm going to drag myself away from the masses and figure out is this person right for me? Am I right for this person? And see if we can actually strike something that's 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 magical that can be you know happiness for 30, 40, 50 years. Absolutely. I, you know yeah. this stuff it, that we do that you're talking about now is just trash. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. It 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 definitely uh takes a certain level of self awareness to even get to that point. And with that self-awareness um, comes with like accountability, right? So I, I know we've talked about accountability and stuff all the times within the uh, the podcast, whether we're referencing like relationships and stuff like that. But um, I guess accountability would be underneath that umbrella of like self-awareness. And when, once you build that level of self-awareness, um, you, you get to a point where it's like, <laughs> yo, I don't have to follow the crowd in reference to whatever this trend is. You know, if the trend is marriage, I that ain't really what I'm rocking with. Knowing myself and understanding myself in this situation, in this point in time, that ain't for me right now. So therefore, yeah. I'm not, right? Not just because I'm getting the dirty looks from the aunties and the grandmas or, right. or grandparents, whatever. It's like, no, nah, that's not me right now because of X, Y, Z, and I'm okay with that. So shout out yeah. to the people with self-awareness, man, and uh, and promoting, you know, self-growth. Uh, yeah understanding yourself in a way of like making sure that you're happy at the end of the day. So that's all that, that's all that freaking matters. And don't you be pressed about no ring either. All that stuff is stupid. You gotta be married to that person afterwards. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the Valencia real podcast. Where we discuss real raw and relatable topics. Uh, Brandy said, does my spouse meet my needs? That's exactly right. Does that person meet your needs? That's exactly what we're trying to make sure we figure out within our worlds and like making sure are we meeting our, our spouse's needs and vice versa. Yeah. So, yeah. Guys, we appreciate each and every view, whether you hopped on for a few seconds, pause, or whether you just hop back off. We appreciate it so much, and we would hope that you would go ahead and check out uh, us on iTunes and leave a nice little kind review saying what you thought about the podcast. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook. We're always going to be here on Wednesday at 8 p.m. So, my name is John. My name is Mike. And, John, when you was at in the massage thing, did he slap that ass or did he like oh, no. did he like slap the ass i'm just trying to figure out when he got to that part did he like you know i just i, I just i had to i knew you. i should have shared it you know and <laughs> but i will say that he stopped at my lower my low the lower back area oh, so he didn't no you know <laughs> guys thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today peace peace <laughs>